Pushkin. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10x points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey there, it's Michael Lewis. Before we get to this episode, I want to let you know that you can listen to each episode of Judging Sam, The Trial of Sam Bankman-Fried, ad-free by becoming a Pushkin Plus subscriber. And with your subscription, you'll also get exclusive access to ad-free and early bingeable podcasts, like Paul McCartney's new podcast, McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History, The Happiness Lab from Dr. Laurie Santos, and tons of other top shows from Pushkin. Sign up in Apple Podcasts or at pushkin.fm slash plus. Welcome to Judging Sam, the trial of Sam Bankman-Fried. I'm Michael Lewis. Bankman-Fried was worth tens of billions of dollars before FTX, his cryptocurrency exchange, came apart at the seams. And now he's being tried for financial crimes that could send him to prison for the rest of his life. Jacob Goldstein hosts today. I'm Jacob Goldstein, sitting in once again for Michael Lewis. Uh, I'm an economics reporter. I covered crypto for a long time. And I also host a Pushkin show called What's Your Problem, where I once interviewed Sam Bankman-Fried. This was back before he got indicted. Earlier this week, I was here on the show talking to our court reporter, Lydia Jean Cott, about Caroline Ellison's first day in court. Uh, Caroline Ellison, as you probably know already, is the former co-CEO of Alameda Research. She was one of SBF's key deputies and also his former romantic partner. So I should say we're recording this uh, on the evening of October 12th. Lydia Jean, since we talked a few days ago, a lot has happened. We've had a couple days of Caroline Ellison and more, right? Yeah, lived a lifetime. (laughs) And so, Lydia Jean, we, we have this list of things to get through. And it's a lot, right? There has been a lifetime of the trial. The list includes, but is not limited to, balance sheets, of course, very excited about that, an alleged Chinese bribe, utilitarianism, and cross-examination. Let's start with the balance sheets. Yes, the balance sheets. So in Caroline's testimony, she talked about how 
in June 2022, there were a lot of lenders who wanted to take their money out from Alameda, which is this trading firm, which used money from lenders to trade. Okay. And June 2022, just for context, this is when the crypto market is blowing up, going down, whatever bad things happening metaphor you want. Yes. And she talked about how during this downturn, one of their lenders, Genesis, asked for a balance sheet. When you say asked for a balance sheet, what, what does that mean? They wanted to know what Alameda's financial situation was. Okay, got it. They wanted to see Alameda's balance sheet, their assets, their liabilities, et cetera. A quick and dirty overview of how they're doing. Okay. But they were not doing well because uh-huh. <laughs> the l- lenders had withdrawn their money and they also had a lot of debt to FTX, which is the alleged crime here right. that they had been taking money from FTX customers. Right. So assuming all that's true, if Alameda showed a real balance sheet to Genesis that was this lender, that would have been a problem for Alameda. Exactly. So what Caroline did is she made one balance sheet, which was an accurate balance sheet that she would normally make. And then she made seven options of other ways to present that information. And she shared it with Sam. Okay. And when you say other ways to present that information... Like there's a version of that that is shady or potentially illegal. And another version of that's like, no, just accountants can do things different ways. What, what are we talking about here when you say seven versions? Let me explain to you the version that they signed, which was version seven. Okay. In version seven, the money that Alameda owed to FTX was put in a section called long-term loans. That was one of the biggest changes. Okay. And Caroline testified that this was misleading because... The customer funds were not long-term loans because the customers could withdraw their money at any time, Uh which actually meant Alameda was in a riskier position than this balance sheet suggested. Right. So never mind the fact that they weren't mentioning that they're borrowing FTX customer funds. There's just the fundamental sort of liquidity, right? These are essentially overnight loans. They're demand. They're not really loans, but it's money that could disappear at any time. So that makes sense. And then what was... You know, obviously, Caroline is not on trial here. SBF is on trial here. So what was the SBF piece of this balance sheet testimony? The fact that he looked at all of these balance sheets and then told Caroline which one to use is what she testified. And that means that he knew that Alameda was using FTX customer funds because the first real balance sheet showed that. And then he saw seven different versions obfuscating that information and then told her to use number seven. Aha. Uh-huh. Seems compelling to me. I mean, did it did it play as compelling in court? Do you find it compelling? I find it compelling, and I do think it played as compelling in court. Okay. So that's balance sheets. You can check that off our list. Alleged bribe of Chinese officials. Different vibe, kind of. <laughs> International vibe, at least. Tell me about that one. That one was somewhat yes. new to me. I read about it a little bit this week, but I hadn't read that much about that one before. It's probably new to you because that's not actually a crime that Sam is being charged with in this trial. The story that Caroline told is that Alameda had a bank account in China that was frozen because of an investigation that was going on. Basically, Sam Bankman-Fried and other executives at FTX and Alameda were trying to figure out how to get the money out. Okay. And in the end, they decided, after trying various other ways, that the best thing to do would be to bribe a Chinese government official. And in this meeting, there was one person who strongly opposed, and Caroline said that Sam told her to shut the fuck up. Okay, wow. Uh, That is kind of intense. Let let me ask one question. I mean, I don't recall this being a crime that 
Sam, or as far as I know, anyone has been charged with, right? So if if that's the case, why are prosecutors having Caroline testify about it? So why is she even allowed to talk about it? Yeah, this crime is not part of this specific case, but prosecutors have argued that Caroline should be allowed to talk about it because it shows how close Sam and Caroline were and that Sam trusted Caroline and that here's an example of her being a trusted confidant of his. Part of the things that Sam is being charged with is conspiring with Caroline because in the end, she was the person who wired money to these bank accounts of Chinese officials. Uh Uh-huh. At his direction, presumably, as she kept saying. Presumably at his direction. Okay. Next on the list, and I'm excited for this one, utilitarianism. Uh, We talked about this some, it it actually comes up a ton, right, with with SBF. We talked about it the other day where there was a thing about like he would flip the coin where if it came up one way, the universe would be twice as good. And if it was the other way, the universe would be destroyed, right? It's this really central guiding philosophy that he truly seems to have lived by, right? And is it right that that has come up some more in Caroline's testimony? Yes. She talked about how Sam is a utilitarian, which means that he believes in trying to do the maximum amount of good for the maximum amount of people, but how in this framework, other rules that or laws that people live by aren't really as important. Laws such as don't lie and don't steal. And she talked about how this affected her and how before she worked at Alameda, she would have been really surprised to hear that one day she would be the sort of person who would make a misleading balance sheet, for example. This is, as we talked about the other day, a pretty high drama situation, right? Like Carolyn Ellison was like a very top lieutenant, also romantically involved with Sam. Sam is sitting right there in court. She's talking about their relationship in, in many different ways. Like what has that part of it, this sort of emotional part of it, what has that been like? There was one moment when Caroline teared up, which was when the prosecution asked her about the week that FTX imploded and her reaction to it, how she felt while that was happening. And she said it was the worst week of her life. And then she cried around the time where she was talking about how at the same time, though, she also felt a sense of relief because she felt like she finally wouldn't have to lie anymore and she could begin to take responsibility for her actions. And that moment where she was saying that and crying, I was in the overflow room with a lot of reporters, and it just felt like everyone felt for her somehow. It was just, it was really hard to watch. It was really hard to watch her break down like that. And a court official gave her a Kleenex, and she blew her nose and then moved on. But it was a difficult moment. And could you see SBF? Could you see what he was doing or how he was responding at that point? I was so focused on Caroline, but I asked other reporters and they said, you know, as I've said earlier, it's really hard to see his face based on how he's sitting. But they said it looked like he was just um, looking straight ahead at his laptop and continuing to type. But I read afterwards and there is a sidebar, which the jury didn't hear that happened earlier in the day when prosecutors said that Sam had been laughing at things that Caroline said. And they were worried that that was affecting her testimony. And sometimes he was scoffing, they said. And they asked the judge to tell the defense lawyers to tell him to stop reacting. The defense lawyers disagreed that that was happening. Uh So then the prosecution wrapped up their questioning of Caroline, and the defense had their turn to cross-examine her. Tell me about that part. I think everyone was really curious to see how the defense 
was going to cross-examine Caroline because her testimony was so compelling. But their cross-examination ended up being really halting. The judge interrupted them, interrupted the defense lawyer, saying that he was being repetitive. There were numerous side panel conversations during the cross-examination. The defense lawyer honestly seemed to be bumbling a little bit. He pronounced the name of Ryan Salem, who was the co-CEO of Alameda at some point, as Ryan Salam, which just seems like that is a person he should be used to talking about at this point. And it was honestly, we all left the courtroom feeling like, did we miss something? Is this some sort of grand strategy of just seeming like you don't really have a strategy? Because... Nothing really came out that made us think about Caroline's testimony in a different light. Huh, that's really interesting. The last time we talked, you had talked about the cross of the previous witness being really compelling and raising interesting doubts. And so it's sort of surprising that this one seemed so weak to you. I wondered if the defense was trying to be more gentle with Caroline because, you know, she had just cried the day before. I was wondering about the optics. But the takeaway is that we just ended up feeling confused and not really sure what the defense was. So we've just heard from what seems like the prosecution's star witness. The defense has had its chance to cross-examine her. When you sort of look at the picture in total, what do you see? It feels like it couldn't have gone better for the prosecution. When we were walking out of the courtroom after Caroline had testified, I overheard lots of people talking about how Sam reminded them of bad ex-boyfriends that they had and how they were surprised by how much they felt for her. So I think the prosecution really did their job here. Okay, we'll be back in a minute with one last thing. As listeners of this show, you probably consider yourself pretty smart. But how smart is your wallet? When you're looking to upgrade your wallet, it's time to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert teams of nerds have the financial smarts to help you find the right financial products for you. Before NerdWallet, you might have paid for vacations with whatever was in your wallet, but you could have been missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. Now you can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. And now, as promised, we are back and we have one last thing. I mean, I don't have one last thing. Lydia Jean, do you have one last thing? I do have one last thing. And it felt like a real last thing because it seemed like the day in court was winding down. The jury was let out for a short break. And then the defense and prosecution got into this impassioned argument about whether they could play some audio clips in the trial. Ooh, do tell. (laughs) Yes. So these audio clips come from a meeting that happened in November 2022. FTX had basically imploded, and Caroline was going to have a meeting for Alameda staff to kind of explain what happened. And they were going back and forth about whether the judge should allow some audio clips from this recording. And it was very heated. And Sam's parents, I noticed, were also really invested. Sam's mom was chewing on her glasses at one point. And at another point, she was biting her nails. And the lawyers were speaking really fast. It was an intense moment. And we were all curious what the judge would decide. And did they play him? Yes. The prosecution brought up a witness. He was an engineer at Alameda. And he was at this all-hands meeting. And he talked a little bit about the recording. He explained that it was secretly recorded by someone who had just been hired three days earlier, which I was thinking is pretty crazy. Imagine the third day of your job. Welcome to Alameda. Yeah. (laughs) And he set the scene a little bit. He described how Caroline was sitting on a beanbag chair and she looked shrunken and other people were kind of sitting around her on sofas. And she basically just explained exactly what happened. She said that Alameda had been using FTX customer funds. They made illiquid investments. Now FTX customers wanted their money back, and they didn't have it. And as you might guess, Alameda employees had a lot of questions about this. (laughs) (laughs) I've been to all staff meetings, but never quite like that. The engineer, for instance, you can hear him on the tape. And he was asking, how did this happen? He said, I'm paraphrasing here, I'm assuming you had meetings and that this wasn't just a YOLO thing. And they had a little aside where they explained what YOLO (laughs) stands for. (laughs) You only live once. (laughs) And Caroline said that Gary Wong, Nishad Singh, Sam Bankman-Fried all knew that this was happening. And in one of the recordings, you can hear very faintly, I I honestly could just barely hear it, someone saying, something along the lines of who authorized this commingling of funds. And then you hear Caroline saying, um, Sam, I guess. And then she let out a little giggle. Uh-huh. So that's the moment, right? That's the, that's it. And this is a big moment because this is her on tape saying that Sam had authorized this. And this is before there was an investigation into FTX. She was not a cooperating witness. She hasn't been charged with anything. So she doesn't have as much motivation as she did during her earlier testimony to be pointing the finger at Sam. 
So Caroline Ellison, already a lot of drama, and now we have a secret recording, drama on top of drama. Uh, thanks, Lydia Jean. Thank you so much, Jacob. On our next episode, I check in again with Michael Lewis. I'm here and I am recording. So I'm I'm in the rain in London on the street, but I, it's killing me that I can't see this. What I'm finding just generally is that the things are coming up that I just left out of the book because I thought they were sort of less important and they didn't really tell the story. And there are things that are, are interesting, but but sort of fit with the characters. My little private goal is for the, the characters who emerge in the trial. It's not that every like detail is going to be the same in the, as the book because I don't know everything, but it's it's that you say, oh yes, that's what that character does, and that there isn't a violation of that. And we'll talk we'll talk like length on Saturday. It's fun talking to you. Yeah, good to hear Bye. you. Bye bye. This episode of Judging Sam was hosted by Jacob Goldstein. Lydia Jean Cott is our court reporter. Catherine Girardot and Nisha Venkat produced this show. Sophie Crane is our editor. Our music was composed by Matthias Bossi and John Evans of Stellwagen Symphonette. Judging Sam is a production of Pushkin Industries. Got a question or comment for me? There's a website for that. atrpodcast.com That's atrpodcast.com to find more Pushkin podcasts, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like to access bonus episodes and listen ad-free, don't forget to sign up for a Pushkin Plus subscription at pushkin.fm plus or on our Apple show page. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10x points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side-by-side, side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. The tradition of breaking tradition continues with the return of the unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business at Mobile World Congress. This is an event that celebrates innovators whose bold actions took their industries to new places. If that sounds like you and you're a T-Mobile for Business customer, enter today. If you win, you'll be publicly honored amongst some of the most influential leaders in industry. And me, I'll be there too. Enter now at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.